Yo, what's good, man? MBS Central. MBS Let's Talk About the Episode 5. Make, make sure you go subscribe to the channel. Catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I'm your boy, Keo, and I got my co-host, Becca Banks, with me. Hola. So, you know, excuse uh, Becca's voice. She's um, was doing a lot of yelling um, <laughs> this past weekend. Um, yeah, I was Super Bowl screaming week. my Hell yeah, I was screaming my head off for the 49ers to take it, but they let us down. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, how, how was uh, how was Las Vegas, by the way? Vegas was pretty good. It was exciting to be there and see so many uh, fans from uh, KC and the Bay and uh, just networking and working different events and stuff like that it was cool i did see a couple of things that like kind of weirded me out but yeah i seen mo- it on i seen it on your instagram story yeah a <laughs> couple things weirded me out and so I, I you know it happened as i was exiting the city of las vegas so i was just like okay cool as long as all that crazy shit happened as i was departing i'm okay <laughs> And once again, the trend continues with a new hair look by Becca Banks. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm going to keep it going every, every week, a new hairstyle. So, um, so next week, we're, we, we got a few, we may we possibly, you know. The, we want, I, I think we should just let it be a surprise. I was. I wasn't gonna say. I was gonna okay. tell what it was. I was just gonna say surprise. I was gonna okay. let it out the back now. But, but yeah, we got a surprise. That's that's what I'm gonna say. That's all I can say for now. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. But we got um. But a lot of things has has been going on. Um. Obviously, Super Bowl weekend happened. It's the aftermath of Super Bowl weekend. Then you also got um, Mardi Gras down in New Orleans right now. We got yeah. Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day, um, which is today. Um, uh, uh, Becca actually got me a Valentine's Day gift. I got one her back, so yeah. <laughs> so happy Valentine's. Day. Happy so happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day to you. You too, you too. <laughs> um, Mardi Gras of uh, this weekend. Um. I don't know. You be traveling a lot because it's all star weekend this yes. upcoming weekend. I don't know. You might you might say, "Hey, I'm going <laughs> to All Star Weekend." I don't know. Now I'm gonna sit this one out. I was gonna go to Mardi Gras, but it was just too much. Like I didn't sleep for like two days. I have no voice. I'm just like, nah, I need a reset. You know, I, I was around a lot of people, a lot of different energies. So I just have to like reset and uh, you know, bring it home and just chill out and recover. And then maybe who knows, I might end up somewhere. But I think I'm gonna sit out Mardi Gras and uh, All Star. Wow! For the first time, <laughs> this is breaking news to me. For the first time, Becca Banks is actually staying home. I am. You're everywhere. Every single week, you're you're like, oh, I'm going here. I'm going there. I'm like, <laughs> damn. So I don't know. I'm by the end of the week, you might say, hey, I'm gonna be at All Star Weekend. <laughs> you never know. You but, never uh, know. <laughs> But you know, but I I do hope your voice feels better. So, um, but with that being said, Becca's not Thank gonna you. be doing too much yelling 
on today's show. But we're going to start off with our first topic for tonight. And we're going to give our thoughts on the Super Bowl. So uh, really quick, um, what were your thoughts on this Super Bowl that happened? I know we were FaceTiming each other back and forth because I was excited about the game. And you were all into it, too. So what were your thoughts on this Super Bowl matchup game? I thought it was really, really good. I was on edge from start to finish, even after when the overtime happened. Um, those sneaky uh, Chiefs, they they did it again. I think they did the same shit they did with the Lions. Played like, you know, they weren't going hard or they were, you know, making it seem like they were defeated and didn't have any more momentum in them. And then at that last, you know, couple seconds or few minutes, they came in and got the win, and that shit was just, uh, it was heartbreaking, you know, to see the Niners lose. I know there was a lot of people that was really rooting for them, and um, I, myself, and you yourself was also rooting for them, but they played a really mm-hmm. good game, and, you know, I know it really sucks to them for them to go to the Super Bowl twice to lose twice. I mean, that hasn't happened in history, let alone for them to uh, come that far to, to go to overtime to lose it like that. It was just... Uh, it was a good game, but it wasn't good. Their best, I guess. Yeah, they had it in their hands, but it was Patrick Mahomes at the end of the day. He, he was great, and you you can't knock him for what he did. No, out of all the past, like I'm gonna say, four Super Bowls, the last four years I've watched, I think this one was the best one. Like yeah, it, was it was back. It was back and forth. It had me at the edge of my seats. You know, you had the... We're going to get to the halftime show in a bit. Uh, you know, Taylor Swift in there. Um, you had, you know, Patrick Mahomes. The People say he's the GOAT. You had the young quarterback, Brock Purdy. And uh, going to overtime, the Niners scored. Then, you know, the Chiefs get the ball back. Literally, time expiring. They scored the... They scored a touchdown to win the game. You That's... You can't write that up. That's like that's you like, can't. yeah. So it that it was good though. But con, you know, congratulations to the Chiefs. But indeed, um, bad news for the Niners. They actually fired their defensive coordinator today, Steve Wilkes. No way. Of, yeah, <laughs> after one season, they fired him. You're out of um, here. <laughs> and uh, more bad news though, which was very tragic. There was actually a shooting at the Kansas City uh, Chiefs parade today. Yeah, I saw um, that. A total of nine people got injured, and uh, one person is actually dead. So, um, you know, my thoughts and prayers out to everybody in Kansas City. Um, Dude, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you know, I I, I don't like. St- to see things like happen like this, especially at a parade, like really a parade, yeah, a championship parade. Sad, it's really sad. But those, see, I feel like people have to really be careful when they do decide to go in such large crowds like that. I'm not gonna lie. Um, when I was in Vegas, I went to one of the nightclubs. I'm not gonna try, name drop, but I went to one of the nightclubs out there and. They were kind of radioing on the cha- on the walkie-talkies like, oh, there's someone bought a gun into the venue. Like, so there was a lot of crazy little mishaps that happened within Vegas. There was a couple of brawls that I saw in the casino. So 
you know, temperaments. Yeah. Temperaments are high people losing money, but I think that's the most saddest thing that, you know, you go out with your family, you're supporting the team that you love from your city or in your city. You're with other people that also want to celebrate the win with you. And then someone to just carelessly go into the, uh, city and go into the whole soirees and festivities to kill and, and to injure people. And, and it's just so disheartening. And, and, and it just really makes, you know, people want to stay home and stay out of things. And, you know, it's just sad again, like you said, sympathies and prayers to those who were affected. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to celebrate a great moment and obviously, you know, it, it kind of, kind of gets ruined with, with, with that happening. Um, yeah. But the halftime show, Usher, <laughs> a lot of, um, I, I asked people what, what would they rate the halftime show? I seen a lot of tens. People say this is one of the best halftime shows ever. Um, really? Usher brought out um, her, her. He brought mm-hmm. out Con- Kanye. Mm-hmm. He brought out Aluda, Little John. Alicia Keys. Uh, Alicia Keys. Um Jermaine Dupree. Yeah, Jermaine Dupree. He brought out he he brought out the whole squad. <laughs> but uh with that being said, how, how where would you rank this Usher halftime show? I would give Usher a 10 just for the strength that he did bring out all those uh, additional uh, musicians and uh, producers. Um, I like that he started off with the Las Vegas theme. Like it went over some people's head, like with the feathers and the costumes. He was kind of like paying homage to the city itself because he just ended his region, uh, his uh, re- what is it called, regency or his residency in yeah. Vegas. Yeah, he. Yeah. So you know, I think he was just paying back homage to come back in the city to actually do this the halftime show. That was cool. He had a lot of outfit switch. Um, Alicia Keys and him were kind of cool. I just didn't, like, Alicia, her, <laughs> I can't even talk about anybody's voice cracking right now, but the way her voice cracked on that first note was like, yikes. Um, <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> yeah, it was the very first note in her in her in her segment. She started off with the cracking note of a voice, and I was just like, "Ee, a little cringe." And you know, it happens. I guess she didn't warm up enough or drink some hot tea like I'm doing to kind of uh, save my voice. But um, another thing that was kind of <laughs> another thing that was kind of crazy to me is when Usher slid through uh, old boy's legs. That had me. Cr- crying like <laughs> I mm. forgot who it was but that was a little wild for me but I mean hey you gotta perform he's gonna be doing the utmost but overall I'll give it a 10 you know he he had a lot he had a lot of different things and a lot of um different surprises so yeah he deserves a 10 what about you when I found out Usher was performing I wasn't too excited I'm, I'm not I'm not the biggest Usher fan i'm more of a chris brown type of guy um okay and um <laughs> yeah yeah so but with as the performance was happening i was like yo this is dope you know <laughs> bringing it out i think it kind of it kind of got me really into it i think it was really dope a lot of good reviews a lot of great reactions and um i seen a lot a lot of people liked it man so i definitely did like it um one name that people said that Usher did not bring out was Justin Bieber. Um, 
I didn't really care. I then was like, ah, no, that... it didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a big deal to me. But I think like there was no name that was missing though. Where I was like, hey, he he should have brought this person out. I think he Same. he did. Yeah, he did his job. But um, Alicia Keys. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people were, you know, questioning what Usher did. He's they say he got too close to Alicia Keys. They saying he was out of line for that. But Swiss Beats um actually responded and he said there was nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "Yo, two great performers." But do you feel like that was out of the line? Was he getting too close? Um, I think you know. It's all entertainment. That's what they are in entertainers. So I guess they have to make it as believable. And obviously they did, you know, that so much so that people are a little bent out of shape and saying, oh, you know, he's a little disrespectful. But I, they 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 have to remember that it was the song that they were saying, always be my boo. They had they had, uh, you know, they had to do what they're they were required to do, which was put on a show and make people like, oh my God, like just, you know, go back into those, that time where they had that song and it just kind of reminisced like how much of a dynamic duo they were on that song. I mean, at the end of the day, he's a performer. He's happy. He recently just got married. So it's not like us just poaching for people's wives and stuff like that. I think that just, you know, people just feel like there should be a boundary when you when it comes to certain things which there should be but at the end of the day they're both performers i'm sure they rehearsed that part over and over again i'm sure that you know the spouses were well aware of what they were going to do when as far as being you know hand on hands with each other and at the end of the day i mean they they're entertainers and they did their job i mean yeah it could have been a little bit more you know not so close to touchy touchy, but again, like who are we? You know what I'm saying? They're entertainers, they're doing their job, and and we're not their spouses. So if yeah, so, yeah if Swiss beats okay with it, then shit, so am I. <laughs> yeah, I I I, th I think I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. I think people might have been a little uh, overreacting a little bit. Um, like you said, they they are they are entertainers though. They got to make you believability with is huge. Mentioned the song. Swiss didn't have a problem with it at all. You know, Usher's happily married. Um, and, and, and yeah, I, I, I didn't think there was anything um, wrong with that. And, you know, it's not as bad what Justin Timberlake did to Janet, what, what he did to Janet Jackson. Now that had people talking. I don't think, I don't think people should make a, a big deal about this because, you know, you know, I think I think the fans are making a big deal. You know, you, you know, Usher's wife's not making a big deal. Um, right. A Swiss Beats is not making a big deal, but but you know, I I think you know, uh, I think people are overreacting. You know, um, I don't know, I don't know. But if it was me, I don't know how I would have felt. I, I don't know. I I, I got to put myself in. The... <laughs> yeah, I got to put myself in that position. But Perhaps. you know. You know, great halftime show, but I want to end it off like this. Next year in the Super Bowl, who who would you like to see to perform in the Super Bowl next year? Missy Elliott. Wow. Missy deserves that. She is the alternate goat. She has hits on hits on hits on hits on hits on hits on hits. And she has a catalog going Back to the '90s, early early 2000s, like she deserves that. You know, Missy has not gotten her flowers, in my opinion, enough. 
But I would love to see Missy Elliott do the Super Bowl halftime next year. She deserves that. Oh, man. I'm going to go with my guy, NBA Youngboy. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> no, nah, for, nah, for real, though, um, I think Drake, though, I think Drake would be a good one. I think everybody loves Drake. You know, he's one of the most popular, most streamed artists, broken records everywhere. And he got, he, he, he got probably an hour or two hour shows to perform a damn halftime show. I don't know. It might it might cost Drake a, a lot to, to, to get him on a halftime show, but I would like to see Drake though, man. I think Drake. Dope. Yeah, Drake would would really set things off though. So I, I definitely would like to see Drake. Yeah. With, be... Yeah. So well, that was our um, Super Bowl recap. Hope everybody enjoyed the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, we're gonna move on over to. Our very next topic, and we're gonna talk about Valentine's Day. It is Valentine's Day. Yeah. So with that being is. said, is Valentine's Day overrated to you? Um, no. It, I mean, there's so many different things that go through my mind when I think of Valentine's Day, but I feel like. You know, people put so much emphasis, so much pressure on the day. And I feel like people also forget, like, even if you don't have a significant other, a girlfriend or a boyfriend, I feel like the best thing you could do is show love to yourself. People forget that self-love is important. And um, I think that, you know, if you didn't have anyone buy you flowers, buy yourself flowers. If you wanted to go out on a dinner date, take yourself on a dinner date. I took myself to the spa today. I got a little massage. I went to one of my favorite Japanese restaurants and I ate and I was, I'm blissful. I wish I had my voice, but I'm blissful. I'm not really complaining, you know? Look, look, there's no guy that's going to buy themselves some damn flowers for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Really? I'm singing for the women. Okay, all right, fine. For the men. Okay, but for the men, if they wanted to do something like yourself, you got a haircut today. You know what I'm saying? You got all the ladies waiting outside. Wait, where's. Okay, are we back? Okay. Oh, yeah, you back. Go ahead, go ahead. All right. Yeah. No. Um. Even like for men, I feel you said like what? Who? I said for men, like you might not want to buy yourself flowers, but you could treat yourself to a a good haircut, go to your favorite steakhouse or your favorite bar. You know what I'm saying? Sit there and just have conversation with people. You could take yourself to the movies, like whatever men like to do. Because I don't know, I'm not a guy, but whatever you like to do as a guy. You should do that. Self-care is still, like, it should be top priority if you don't have a significant other on Valentine's Day. And I think you should be doing self-care every day, not just on Valentine's Day. You know, it does have a a huge uh, reputation where it's, like, oh, it's for lovers, lovers only. But I feel like, no, you should be able to do it alone. You should be able to love on yourself any day, every day. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it it's it can be overrated. It can be expensive, but it's just the significance of the holiday. Like it's it's about love, and I feel mm-hmm. like love is love is all you need. And I'm quoting the Beatles. 
Okay, well, I normally don't disagree with you on certain things, but this is going to be the one time I do disagree with you. I think this Valentine's Day is overrated. Um, you, I like. I think buying somebody flowers is just a complete waste of money. Are you not it's, a romantic? It is. I am romantic, but so buying you, flowers is too much. How long? How how long would you buy? How long does flowers really last? Well, I, I actually. A, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I actually would buy somebody a plant, like 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 I would I would buy somebody a plant than flowers because flowers it could go dead and. True. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, um, you could still do that even if it's a plan. You know that it's the thought that counts: chocolate, teddy bears, lingerie, clothes, socks. You know, I think like it's really the person's love language that you should be trying to address on these days. You know, I have a green thumb, so anytime I buy roses, my roses last for like two, 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 two to three weeks, unless they're like those forever flowers that last forever. But I just feel like it, it, even if they're a waste of time or waste of money to some and you, they might not be a waste of time to someone else because, you know, women like those type of things. Man, the female's gonna attack me on this blog, um, but uh, Valentine's Day is made for females, man. When you think of Valentine's Day, it's for the females. It's not for the men. They should have like they should have something like called Man Valentine's Day. Like I think, I that think they do. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think they do. I think it's like called like steak, steak and some. I don't know. I can't remember verbatim what it's called, but there is like a a man version of Valentine's Day, and it's like pretty much like you buy the guy steak and you like treat him to like whatever. But like okay, I would I would treat my man to some steak. Maybe like if he's into sports, he would we would go to a sports game. You know, we go to a good bar. I make sure that he goes to the spa and gets you know treated well. You know, buy him buy him some some clothes or some socks. Maybe his favorite pair of sneakers. You know, I would just. Love all my man, no matter the day or time. But like again, guys need love too. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, and 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 I think and, and I think there's certain things you do, like the things that you're doing today. You you could always do it for point in know, case your, your boyfriend or girlfriend. Though I think you know, you know, you just treat. I don't know. It just it just it don't feel right. You treat and spoil that person for that special day but why can't it be every week why can't it be exactly. like twice a week like why doesn't have to be just that one day like I'm not I really know. too high on it I don't know maybe maybe <laughs> maybe maybe I maybe I actually do feel like that because I'm not I'm I'm, I'm currently not with somebody right now I you got the maybe, single blues <laughs> <laughs> You know, but I'm, I don't know, you know, I, I don't know, it just depends though. But, you know, hopefully, you know, everybody's happy out there and yes. you guys enjoy your Valentine's Day. So, um, you know, hopefully no relationships gets broken up. You know, I see relationships get broken up. Somebody told me one time I broke up with my girlfriend on Valentine's Day. Somebody literally told me that. Why would he do? He's a scumbag. Yeah, that's um, so green. Then I uh, the, another story I found out. 
I he, they they told me I found out my girlfriend cheated on me on Valentine's Day. She didn't cheat him on Valentine's, but she told him like, "Hey, I'm cheating on you." She's scandalous yeah. for that. Yeah, I mean, so hopefully, you know, no relationships gets broken and everything goes happily ever after, man. I agree. So happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there. But with that being said, we are going to give our talk about Black History Month. Power to my people. So what we're gonna do? What we're gonna do every single week? I should have done it last week. We're gonna me. I'm gonna put a graphic out with me and Becca of who we pick throughout each week, so people know. So um, I think I think yeah. that'll be dope. And you know, it kind of it kind of will show people like, yo, these they, these people they they know what they're doing, and so yeah. So you, how you? So let's start our Black History Month. Who are we giving our shout-outs to today? Me, I'm you going first to... this time. You go first this time. All right. So th- this one, it it has to do with what I love, what I like to do uh, when it comes to sports, doing media. And I'm going to give it to the late, great Stuart Scott. Um, oh, okay. I don't know more what people remember Stuart Scott, but he was a sportscaster known on ESPN on Sports Center. Um, he was a uh, um African American. He was known for what he was known for was his hip hop style, the way he talks about sports on ESPN on Sports Center. He had just had so much swag, and he was himself. And when people saw that, it was like, yo. I don't have to pretend to be no corporate white guy. I could just be this. I could yeah. be myself. Authentic I could, I could, self. Yeah, I could show my personality, how I talk, how I dress. And I, I thought he kind of, I thought with Stuart Scott, he actually opened the doors for um, a lot of people out there. And a lot of people uh, respected what he um, what he did. Um Stuart Scott, he um, was from Chicago, resided in Chicago. Um, um, he attended the University of North Carolina. Um, he joined ESPN in 19, 1993. Um, he was one of the one of the first, you know, notarized African American sportscasters um, on television. Um, by two thousand eight, he was a staple in that in in um in, in for the ESPN uh program. Um, he started. He was he he did so well. He became the lead uh, analyst on ABC covering the NBA. Um, um in uh, two thousand seven, uh, you know his career. Um, not two thousand seven, but in twenty thirteen. He was um 2011 to 2013 he was diagnosed with cancer and um he actually um passed away in cancer at the age of 49 um in 2015 um with cancer and he was fighting it for the last couple of years and he was one of the guys that I that I looked up to when it when it when it comes to um when it comes to sports like he was just he had his own catchphrases. He had his own swag. 
he was he was just catchy with a lot of the things he had like one iconic interviews with Michael Jordan. He had interviews with um, President Barack Obama. He actually played one-on-one basketball with Barack Obama also. And um, he, he just did a lot for um, for the world of sports and people that's coming in sports. Like you see the Stephen A. Smith, the Shannon Sharps, people that's doing podcasts right now in sports right now. They, they, they saw Stuart Scott. That's what they saw. Yeah. yeah. And um, he just he he just brought the pop culture with him, and he was just different. Um, the way he, um, the way he expressed himself, like he may use you know that hip hop slang, but he was very smart and intelligent of how he um, of how he how how he approached things on television, and right. that's and that's a guy that for um. Black History Month that I gotta show respect for because that's something that I this is something that I love to do that I enjoy to do and I'm pretty sure the guys from the NBS show they would definitely appreciate that because those guys yeah. they love Stuart Scott anybody that that's into sports or that's into sports podcasting you gotta know who Stuart Scott is he was one of the first yeah. African Americans to actually do it and get known for it and was very known in the pop culture. So I'm, I'm gonna so I'm gonna give it to Stuart Scott for, for this week. Kudos to Stuart. Rest in peace. Well that's crazy because I did a guy that's also in sports. Um what? his name yeah I did it and, and this is really like I I had no idea. So it um I follow a lot of different um you know, black culture, uh, Instagram pages and like a lot of historic pages and stuff like that. And it came across my um, timeline the other day and I read it and it was pretty interesting. So we're going to uh, give Andrew Rube Foster his notoriety today. Um, he was born September 17, 1879, born in Texas. He was the son of Sarah and Andrew. Um, he started a baseball team that would... Uh, that was also followed by his brother, uh, Willie Bill Foster. Rube quit school in the eighth grade to uh, barnstorm with Waco Yellow Jackets. It was also a baseball team, an independent Black baseball team at that in 1897. By 1902, Rube team, um, his, his, Rube had uh, formed a team and his abilities gave him the opportunity to play with the Chicago, Illinois Union Giants, which wasn't uh, shortly after he uh, quit school. Um, he then went to play with uh, Cuban X Giants, which is another baseball team. Um, that was, and this is when they were still dealing with uh, segregation and everything, especially in the early 1900s. Um, 1903, Rue Foster was a pitcher and he won the Black World Series. He played a few games with uh, a couple different white semi-pro teams and a couple different exhibitions against white players. He established himself as the premier pitcher, challenging major league and such as uh, challenging major league players such as Rube Wendell, Chief Bender, um, uh, Mordecai Brown, and Kai Young. Um, Rube gained his fame as a baseball manager and organizer for the Negro League. In 1907, Rube started his career with the Chicago 
Chicago, uh, what is it? I can't even read my own writing. <laughs> I was writing so fast. Um, so he establishes a career as a, um, a manager with the Chicago Giants, um, leading them to a um, 110 to 100 record, 110, 110 to 10 record. In 1920, he became the owner and the man of the Chicago American Giants um, and the first stable and financially successful Black-owned uh, baseball team. In uh, 1926, he had to leave due to mental illness. And um, then on October 9th, 1930, he had passed away due to his illnesses. And he was indoctrinated into the Hall of Fame in 1981. Mm, okay. I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah, and I never knew. And he was pretty much the first for a lot of paving the way of uh, of Black men being able to play in the, the major leagues and establishing a Black-owned team, you know, because, you know, we were dealing with segregation at the time. So, you know, it was uh, pretty cool of him to pretty much just not be limited by certain beliefs and certain systems that were set into play that, you know, pretty much say you can't play baseball with this team because of the color of your skin. And he didn't allow that to stop him. So he just continued to be a, a, a force within his, his uh, passion and in his field and, you know, establish his own team. He got, um, in the Hall of Fame, he became a manager. He was successful. He had a successful baseball team. They went to win World Series. So he pretty much lived the life that he 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 went after, and he was able to become a star in his own right. So that's what's up. Okay, dope. I like that. I like that. I definitely learned learned a lot from this one. I'm def I'm definitely gonna be looking more up about him. So, Damn, uh, I want to do the same with the guy you did. yeah. I, and I'm a, and when we do when we pick these individuals, like me and Becca, we don't tell each other anything. We just say, hey, we're gonna do our Black History Month, and um, we don't tell each other anything. We just do our own information and our own research. And then we, I, I like, I'm, I find out every week as we do the show, the same like you guys. Like, I, I don't know. So I'm looking forward to next week, though. As am I. Yeah. So, so with that being said, we are going to our final topic for tonight. And it's a battle rap, obviously. And it's about um one of my favorite battle rappers, one of your favorite battle rappers. It is the Gun Bar King, Mr. Tay Rock. Yesterday, he um, he didn't officially announce it, but he basically hinted it. He said, hey, this is going to be my last year, respectfully. So with that being said, uh, what, what, what would it mean? What, how much would this impact battle rap if there's no more Tay Rock? Um, I think to be honest, I think it's going to impact the, the culture a lot because he's definitely on that route. Uh, Rushmore, Mount Rushmore, as far as one of the greatest battle rappers that has a uh, graced the stage and has um you know given us countless uh gun bars countless uh quotable you know everything it, it it's just sad to see him go to be honest you know we had our words about 
uh, battle rap ending last week, but you know, <laughs> we had our words, we had our feelings, but again, like at the end of the day, we both of us still have very much respect for the culture, and you know, it's just it's unfortunate to see you know him go. You know, even though I don't participate front line, but I definitely still watch from afar, and you know, it won't be the same. I think the the culture would be impacted by losing Tay Rock, and it's not gonna give. I feel like it's not gonna give some of these guys that power, that battery in their back, knowing that they're going to go up to one of the greats. You know what I'm saying? They're not, it's not going to make them push their pen, you know? I think that it's just going to be... Um, it's going to be different. So, the, the, this, the, I think this, how everything transpired, um, which kind of made him say what he wanted to say yesterday. So, last year, they... they they were announcing their champion of the year. Basically, it goes to the best battle rapper of the year. Tay Rock was, was you know, to me, I thought he was, you know, he had a chance to win battle of the year. You rank the top 20, they ranked the top 20 battle rappers, which was by Jay Black, champion, and the panel that was deciding everything. And they ranked Tay Rock as the seventh best battle rapper of the year. A lot of people were upset. They were disappointed. They felt like that was disrespectful. Um, and they felt like that was out of line. I actually did I actually did a recap on it and um I actually brought that up. I thought that I I thought it was crazy to to actually have Tay Rock ranked at number seven. Like, right. He's not even top five. Yeah. Like that was um, wild. I actually I actually put a poll out. Fifty-eight percent they said the biggest takeaway from, from what happened last night was Tay Rock being ranked at number seven. And Tay, I think I think it, it's the lack of respect that people have for Tay Rock. I think people take him for granted. I don't think people appreciate the work that he's done for this culture. And they all I think it also had to do with they announced the Vanguard Executive Gold Award. It is kind of like the Lifetime Achievement Award. And they didn't give it to Tay Rock. They gave it to Hitman Holla. I mean, with all due respect, what Hitman did. Come on, nah, nah, son. Nah, son, nah, son. Everybody know Tay Rock. Yo, I already gave Tay Rock his flowers. That's my that's my boy. Like he he deserves he deserves every award. He's put in that work. He's given us quotable lines, memorable lines. He's given us the energy. He's given us the bars. He's he deserves that. Like, and I would definitely I understand where he's coming from. I would feel cheated. I would feel underappreciated, and I would feel undermined. Like, ten out of ten, if Tay Rock is on this card or in the battle, or or, or he's supposed to be front and front and center with whatever events coming up. Most mostly people are going to see that are going to stream it. It's because of him because they know he's gonna he's gonna go yep. up. Like it's not it's not it's not it's not oblivious. Like come on. If I see a card, I see Tay Rock on. I'm, I'm gonna want to watch it. I'm watching. <laughs> I'll be right there. Like yo, what he gonna say next? What he gonna say next? Tay, like, Tay Rock. When it comes to battle rap, Tay Rock has one of the biggest moments. He goes Definitely. viral more than anybody. Definitely. I don't think nobody has bigger moments than Tay Rock. He had the nope. I mean, I'm not gonna name it out. He had the big body beat bitch. He got the seatbelt not working. 
Yeah, he had the he get he had the uh he got the toe smack to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like he got moments after moments, like and I think it's the lack of respect and disrespect that, that Rock has. Like Rock's has his own league. He's giving people shots and opportunities, which he don't need to. But that's big feel- of him. That's 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 very like that's very courageous of him to do such a thing to take his ability stop what he's doing to give other battle rappers shine and give them a platform based off of the things he went through i think that's really big of him and you know big ups to him for doing that you know it takes a lot you know to say because i'm i a man like that everybody knows tay rock is passionate about battle rap like he don't play so for him to take the back seat and you know say he's stepping off the stage and giving other people's the 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 opportunity to come front front stage like that is really big of him and you know again that's it's it's bittersweet the tay rock he's gonna give you his 100 percent performance he's gonna battle you like it's his last battle on earth it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter if it's a small league it doesn't matter if it's a backyard he's gonna battle you like it's his last battle Facts. Uh, two small leagues that he battled last year, he gave them the most highest views, views. ever. Yeah, most highest views ever, almost at a million already. And you know, uh, you know, Smack always says, "Yo, that's my gunner." I don't know who's gonna be his new gunner because Rock might be retiring. <laughs> so, well, he said he would. He said he is retiring. So he said it's so his last I, year. I think I think it's going to be a huge hit for him, and you know, and obviously, be, ranking him at seven that that slap that was, yeah, that was a slap in the face. That was really really disrespectful. Highly disrespectful. You know, I mean, no matter what, you know, no matter what Tay Rock does, you know, I I'm gonna you know I'm gonna continue to support him because Absolutely. you know, you know, Rock was one one of my favorite battle rappers to start, and he. It's just sad, though. It's just sad, you know. I think the once somebody leaves, you're gonna start appreciating more. I think you should appreciate them while they're still here. That's a fact. They that's why that quote says, "You don't know what you got until it's gone." And then they also say, "Don't give me my flowers when I can't smell them." Mm, right, right. You should be a battle rapper. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Well, with that being said, you know, we're going to ain't going to be on here too long. We're going to wrap things up and go straight to our shout outs. Okay, well, shout out to Rock. You already know we're going to miss you on the stage, but it is what it is. I wish you all the best in all endeavors. I want to shout out to the whole MBS squadron, our followers, our viewers, our subscribers, people that uh, vote in our polls every week, every day. Uh, the, the comments, the feedbacks, we see them, we appreciate them. Um, shout out to all the uh, haters, you know, you keep us going. Keep us <laughs> <forever> young. <laughs> and then, um, you know, shout out to you, shout out to Las Vegas, shout out to uh, New York, shout out to everybody again, and um, all, all the, the new endeavors that are coming our way. Shout out to the people that are watching and following and, and see our potential. Much appreciation and love. Yeah, um, so you know, happy, happy, uh, happy Mardi Gras, happy, um, happy Valentine's Day to everybody, <laughs> <laughs> and shout out, to, shout out to Becca. I know, um, I know she wasn't, uh, you know, her voice wasn't 
at a hundred percent, but she she pulled it through though. So uh, I'm glad. And I didn't even, I didn't even notice it. I didn't even notice it. How about but, you uh, drinking tea and whatnot? Like I was like, all I had was tea. But you know, you know, shout out to um, shout out to the team. Um, right now, I gotta in a, in a third the next thirty minutes, I gotta go help them out because. Nearly everybody on the MBS show right now. That's right. I'm gonna call you out. Call their out. asses, their asses cannot do the sh- the MBS show tonight because they got the Valentine's Day to take care of. <laughs> <laughs> I asked four of them that's on that do the show. They said, "Hey, I can't do the MBS show. It's Valentine's Day. I don't want my wife to get mad at me." I'm like, "All right, man. I didn't know we had MBS holidays. I but... that, they, they took their sick days off. All right, we got we, All right, we're gonna die. Definitely, uh, yeah. <laughs> but definitely, shout out to them. Shout out to Becca. I hope you feel better. Thanks, this brother. Is MBS, yes, sir. This is MBS. Let's talk about it. Episode five. With that being said, we'll see you guys next time. We out. Peace.